Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning Pinchas Rishon, the first Aliyah in Pasha's Pinchas. Pinchas has 168 psukim, making it one of the longest parashiyos in the Torah, standing alone. Our first Aliyah is 15 psukim, running from Perak Chofei, Yud to Chofov Dalad. The main idea of this Aliyah is Pinchas's reward, although we do have a few details about the counting at the end. Take a brief summary together and then we're going to look at a few points to ponder. Number one is Pinchas is identified with all his lineage um, going all the way back to Aaron to receive a reward for his actions for having killed this couple that were having an intimate relationship publicly at the end of Parshas Balak. Um, for doing this zealotry, which means that he is taking the, the lead in what Hashem wanted even in under these conditions, he saved Bnei Yisrael from the wrath of Hashem, and therefore is gifted with two things. One is Brisi Shalom, my covenant of peace, and the other one is Bris Kuhunas Olam, um, a eternal covenant of priesthood. Those are the two things that he's given. We also now hear about the identity of the people that he killed. Zimri ben Salu is the Nisibes Av, is one of the leaders of the tribe of Shimon, and the other one is Kozi Basur, one of the daughters of the kings of the five kings of Midian. We then hear at the end of the Aliyah that Hashem commands Israel to hate or to continue to fight against the Midianites because of their terrible trickery that they brought Israel to sin at Baal Peor and the ensuing plague. And finally, we Moshe and Elazar Kohen are told to command, count Bnei Israel from 20 years and above, and that's going to be the topic of Sheni, of the second Aliyah. A few basic questions here is we hear a lot about Yechus. We hear a lot about everybody's relationship and who they, which families they belong to in Aliyah. In our Aliyah, both Pinchas and Zimri and Cosby. Why is this so important? So Rashi points out that people, even after the incident in which Pinchas was able to stop the plague by killing um, Cosby and Zimri, was being mocked by the other tribes. And they point out that in Pinchas's lineage, his grandfather on one side was Yisroi. And they were saying, well, you now come with the, you know, from this outside and you come and kill an insider, this prince of the tribe of Shimon. How do you have the rights to do that? So the Torah is very careful to actually relate him directly to Aaron, his other grandfather, a person who sought after peace, which seems to be the gift that he's getting as well. Um, th- this is also interesting because we only hear about Zimri and Cosby now. We don't hear about their names at the end of Pasha's Balak when the actual episode is taking place. This indicates, as the Orachim HaKadosh points out, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does not want to shame those who sin, as in the case of the Mekoshesh Eitzim, the people, the person who was found gathering wood um, just a few parashiyos ago, he is not actually named. Here there is a name which is given to these people afterwards, and that is, on the one hand, to tell us how high stakes it was that Pinchas actually interceded because he was now attacking communal leaders. And number two is that it also perhaps, the Orachim says, in a Kabbalistic sense, that even after the sin, um, Zimri never lost his shame, Israel still remained a Israelite, and therefore there was some hope for him even after this terrible sin. Now, two more questions on this Aliyah. The basic question is, is why should he get a peace prize? Meaning, yes, get a prize for valor, for courage, for zealotry, but bris kuhunas olam, or oh, sorry, bris, brisi shalom, the covenant of peace, doesn't seem like the most apt prize or gift for somebody who commits a violent, a violent act, even if the violent act is justified. So it's interesting, a lot of Mephoroshim have discussed this. One should notice that actually in the Torah script itself, 
the vav in the word shalom is ketua, which means it's cut, to indicate that it isn't full peace. That's one possibility. Another possibility, as Ibn Ezra says, it was peace from the family of Zimri, meaning Hashem is promising him that there'll be nobody who's going to seek revenge to get him back. Another possibility, the Medrash Haggadah says, that real peace is when there is peace with Hashem. Real peace is when there's peace with Hashem. Rav Shemshon Rufal Hirsch says a similar kind of thing, that sometimes we think peace is making everybody just sit down and not get upset and sweep it all under the rug. But if you're not willing to have um, MS, truth come first, then you're not going to ever get to peace. You can't have peace by making people make concessions when you don't go back further in history and understand what the real truth of the situation is rather than just making everybody behave nasty now. Another possibility is, as the Rabbi Mechayer says, this refers to what's Brisi Shalom, a covenant of peace. It's peace against the Malach Hamaves, against the, the natural demise of a human being, which is why Pinchas has incredible longevity. He lives all the way through till the end of the Sefer of Shoftim. Hundreds of years later, he's identified, according to the Medrash, and many of them of Arshim, as being Eliyahu himself, which means to say that he has peace, essentially, with his with, with the death itself, which is fascinating. The way this is explained and understood is that because he was willing to sacrifice himself and his body, he shed an aspect of his body. He was no longer tethered to his body in the same way. This explains why in Sefer Yoshua, Pinchas is able to become invisible, according to many of them, for him. When he is uh, in the city of Yericha as one of the spies, he doesn't need to be hidden, as is clear in the Pesukim. And part of the reason is, is because he could become invisible. He was not as tethered to his body and his bodily awareness. That's another possibility. And finally, last possibility over here that we're going to explore is the Nitziv. The Brisi Shalom, the covenant of peace, is peace with himself. That means to say that when a person has to defend themselves and kill, has to kill somebody in that defense, as justified and as necessary as that situation is, a person can spend years having to go to therapy to go and try to process having killed another person. And what's being given over here is the gift of peace, which means peace with himself. He can go to sleep at night knowing he did the right thing. He's never going to question what he did. That's what the Nitziv explains in this as well. Finally, one last question in this Aliyah, and we'll close with this and that is is why did he get priest kunas olam why was the second gift getting eternal priesthood wasn't he already a priest if he's the grandson of aaron shouldn't he already be a coin rashi says well actually technically no the only people who became the kohanim were among, from amongst the levium because remember they were all levites the ones who became kohanim were the ones who were anointed that's aaron ubanov aaron and his four sons any children they had there afterwards also became Kohanim, but the grandchildren who were already born, like Pinchas, were not Kohanim necessarily. So now he's being inducted into the Kohuna because of his actions. And his actions, in fact, are priestly actions. They are actions that represent or him defending the people, which is representing the people. That's why he became a coin. The Chizkuni says, the point is, no, he actually was a coin, but he didn't lose his kohuna for killing. If a coin kills, that can disqualify a coin from being a coin. So he's being guaranteed that he doesn't lose his kohuna. A little bit of a different perspective than Rashi as well. And finally, just on a Kabbalistic level, Aderes Eliyahu quoting Chaim Vital, who quotes his Rebbe, the Arizal says that in fact, that Pinchas at this point in time adopted the souls of Nadav and Avil. They were Kohanim, the children of Aaron. They used, they, were, they perhaps were a little too um, zealous, a little bit too much zealotry, which led to their demise. 
Pinchas is able to channel that and thereby incorporate into himself those two neshamas of Nadav and Avil. This explains later on, according to the Malbim, why it is that when Eliyahu goes up to Shemaim, Eliyahu being Pinchas, his student Elisha asks for pi shnaim miruchacha, that he wants to double his spirit. Double his spirit means to say those two spirits of Nadav and Avil which found their way through Pinchas as well. This closes the Aliyah Rishon. Have a wonderful and meaningful day.